Greetings everyone, I am Damon Lane and this is Logic Lane. back again for another installment injection whatever you want to call it of logic lane i'm back with another edition anyway uh i wanted to tell you a little bit just yesterday i would say it was a decent show i mean i put forth a pretty damn good effort but i, I will say that i was pretty dog tired yesterday i kind of worked the entire shift in kind of a fog I don't know really why that is. I have some, some ideas as to what may have caused the fog. It was just kind of one of those things where you're kind of going through the motions and kind of on autopilot, you know, and not the best thing to be doing when you work in a setting such as I do. You kind of, I mean, there's a lot of jobs I'm sure that are very similar that well, maybe not similar, but definitely something that you should not be autopiloting through. You know, air traffic controller kind of seems to be a, a thing that you would not want to be uh, autopiloting through. Uh, same goes for an over-the-road truck driver, somebody that's long distances. That's how accidents happen, people. Bad idea. And sure, correctional officer, that's another bad one. You got to be having your wits about you if you're going to be dealing with inmates. It's uh, not a good idea to let your guard down. But I didn't really pick up on it till the end of the shift. I, I remember doing a lot of stuff and I remember interacting quite a bit. But it just seemed like one of those days that it was a fog. I didn't really... It wasn't that I didn't feel good. I did have a bit of a headache. It wasn't that big of a deal. I popped a couple of ibuprofen and it went away in an hour or so. But I think it had to do with the mask that I was wearing. It felt like I was behind, a, a, you know, inside of a shirt or something, you know. But today, anyway, I get to work. You know what, Let, let's push that off for a few minutes. I wanted to stay with this fog thing because how do we get out of fog? How do we get, get through a dog-tired situation? You gotta find a way to recharge. And for me, I had the podcast that I talked to everybody on, and, and I, I did a show, but it still didn't quite get me to where I needed to be. And I got home, and I kicked up my feet after I, you know, I got off the uniform, got on some lounging pants, and a, a nice comfy t-shirt. I don't even remember if I had an adult beverage or just a water. I think it was a nice tea. Wife's got some uh, iced tea in the, uh, she ordered, uh, I forget even what it's, true leaf or tea leaf, something, gold leaf, green leaf, I don't know, whatever it is, it's, it's tea, and it was a lemon tea, it was good, it was alright, I had some of that, you know, a little, little caffeine picked me up, it doesn't affect me, like a lot of people where caffeine will keep me up, not me, not ever since I was in the service and I was working overnights and I drank that stuff like it was water, trying to stay awake out in the field and uh, I think I just built up an immunity to it or whatever but it no longer affects me like that I can drink a pot of coffee and the only thing that keeps me up at night ain't the caffeine it's the 
amount of times I got to get up and go to the bathroom or end up pee in the bed. And you don't really want to do that as an adult so much, but definitely not if you're married. The wife will find that something to be frowned upon. Pretty certain she's going to have issues with you pissing the bed, so... But anyway, I had to get home, and I, I, like I said, I had a tea, I kicked my feet up, and I just kind of vegged. The neighbors were having a, a little barbecue, not really a barbecue, but they, they have an open pit fire. I think I've talked to you about that. A lot of times in the summer, I'll get home, I'll pull up, and there'll be a beer flying at the, at the window of the car I have to catch right away. Come out and sit by the fire and just shoot shit with the neighbors, you know, doing our little stay-at-home thing, and having a little bonfire with the, with the buds. And I like to do that, but I was just, I was not in it yesterday. I didn't feel like it. And it was one of those things I needed to just kind of chill. So anyway, I'm, I'm getting into the house. I'm kicking back. After a little while, the wife comes back home. She was over at the neighbors chilling with them. You know, like I was probably would do on any other night, but not last night. Just got home, not feeling it, wiped out, trying to get out of the fog. And it wasn't that it was just a busy fucking day. Maybe it was the first day back after so many off. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was just something that I needed to address. So anyway, I finally, after all this, yeah, long story short, too late, right? Uh, I get to my chair, kick back the feet, and I'm going to upload the podcast that I did, but I, I take a little bit of time. And I, I tell the wife when she walks in, I say, you want to throw on some TV? She's like, no, I don't really care. Why don't I listen to music? I'm like, you know what? That's a great fucking idea. Let's do that because that's one thing that I can just sit and veg and listen to and not really do anything but just tune everything out and just let the music in. And somehow it rejuvenates. And in a good, I probably killed a good hour, hour and a half in front of the TV because we've got, I told you before, we've, we've got Spotify and everything. And the kids were busy at the at their uh, sister's house, hanging out with them, doing playing video games and stuff late into the night anyway. It was a Friday night, so what the hell? Let them do their thing. Let them video game. Have some fun with the neighbors. It's fine. So I had a little bit of alone time to sit, just chill and veg out and recharge and you know what music is wonderful to recharge a body just just to disconnect from the world and and nature is a great one to do this too but i would have to drive out in the middle of the night into nature and nobody's really going to do that Uh, you know i'm not not all about that but it's nice during during the fall to get out and, and wander through the woods look for look for grouse or woodies or whatever we want to hunt around here and it's a good way just to get in, you know, get into a deer stand and sit and veg and just take nature in and recharge. Get all the toxic city life out of you. Get nature back in, you know, reconnect. Let it revive you. Let it rejuvenate you. And music can do that when you're in a pinch too. And you know what? Music did a good job with me last night. I was cranking some tunes. I was listening to Def Leppard, a little Journey. We had some REO Speedwagon that came on. You know, good quality shit. Not a lot of this new age garbage. There's Some of the new age stuff is good. I'll give you that. But I'm not much of a new age guy. I like the classics, the stuff that I grew up with. 
80s, early 90s, you know, even some early 2000s. I'll mix in a little country in there, but, you know, I skipped all that last night because most of that was just too damn depressing. I didn't want to take the funk to a whole new level. I wanted to rejuvenate and feel better. And I did in about an hour, hour and a half of just vegging and soaking up the tunes. So that was great. The wife finally, after a little while, she goes to bed, finally gets tired. She was trying to stay up because every song that came on she liked and hadn't heard in a while. So she was fighting sleep, but finally gave up, said, I can't do it anymore, and bailed. And that's fine. Off, off she went. At that point, I think I knocked out one or two more songs, and I said, all right, if I have any hope of doing any video gaming tonight, I need to get this song or this, this podcast uploaded. And so I paused all the songs for a little while, and I went about uploading the show. So I I knocked that out. It took about an hour. Not a big deal. I'm doing a half-hour show for the most part now, so it's not taking as long. But I do tend to put forth a good effort. I want to put forth a really good cast, so I do my best to do so. And uh, so anyway, I put forth a good cast and uh, uploaded it. Added the show notes, did what I needed to do, published, off I went. Okay, yep. Tweet about it, post it on Facebook, and off I went. And then it's to get into the video games and do my thing. And and veg, listening to music, playing video games for a good another half hour, 45 minutes. And then I packed it in, called it a night. So waking up this morning, I wasn't in near the funk. Tonight, I'm not in near the funk that I was last night. So thank you, music out there. I appreciate it. All of the rock bands that have gone and put forth the effort to put out good music, it helps. Um, since I'm on the music subject real quick, not a lot of history that I care to share today. However, in rock history, 2010, Ronnie James Dio passed away on this day in 2010. So 10 years ago today, it seems like just yesterday that we were reading about it. And hearing about it, I mean, the time really flies. But, yeah, he was a big thing. You know, he did uh, fill in in Black Sabbath when uh, Ozzy left. And then he went off and created Dio and had some pretty good, you know, successful albums. He was a little guy, but he had an amazing voice. I mean, one that would creep you out with some of those creepy songs they put out. But So, anyway, that's 10 years ago. Ronnie James Dio already 10 years dead. So... Anyway, there's that. You know, I I left the house today and I was headed to work and I figured, you know, I probably will have to stop for gas on the way back. I don't want to do that. Let me pick it up now. So I pull in, gas up, get the receipt, pay at the pump. I don't want to go into the store. I just want to pay at the pump and get the hell out of there. So I go ahead and do that and it spits out, would you like the receipt? Yes. I always take the receipts because, you know, way back in the day, I would say probably seven, eight years ago now, wife and I were having date night. We stopped. We got gas. We got the receipt and she went to grab it. I think she, I handed it to her and it, I don't know, it blew out the window or something. I forget, but whatever. No big deal. Piss on it. Well, paid for the gas, the pump, drove to win and eat the restaurant. And we end up getting a call from our oldest daughter saying the police are at the house 
want to talk to you. So I'm like, well, we only live a few blocks away. Let me run home, find out what the hell's going on. Well, I get there and the police have already left. And uh, I called and got a hold of the person, uh, the, the officer that showed up. And apparently they were treating us as a gas and dash. I, I don't know if that's what it was called, but that's what I'm calling it. But anyway, they, they treated it as such. And I'm like, no, there was money on the card. Why would it? Well, for some reason, it only took half of the gas and put it on the card. And the other half, it treated us as we owe this X amount of money. And it never said anything at the pump. So how the hell would I, I was supposed to know? So anyway, we got it all figured out. No jail time served or anything. It was a big misunderstanding. I went back to the gas station, paid the outstanding amount, got a receipt this time for the full amount. And then we had to figure out what happened with the bank card and why that didn't go. But anyway, long story short, we're gonna remove that, and, you know, whatever, it was done deal. All said and done, went back to visit the wife, finish off the date and had dinner and whatnot. And everything was fine. But to this day, I save every damn receipt for a little while just to be careful. But what really bugged me today is the receipt that spits out has to be, I would, I would not be overestimating by saying it was 18 fucking inches long. This thing was huge. Why the hell does it need to be that huge? I mean, are they putting coupons on there? I should have looked. I really should have looked. Maybe I'll look tomorrow and I'll get back to you with that info. But I, I, I don't know what the hell. I mean, really you need the store number, the time, the date, the pump number, and how much was pumped and what it cost and how much was paid, be a card or cash inserted in the machine, whatever. That's all you need to have on there. And that can fit very nicely in a four inch receipt just fine. I mean, you're ripping off these rolls of paper and God knows the amount of trees you're killing. Let's not get the green people fired up about this, but my God, I had to fold it like four fucking times to fit it in the glove box. I'm like, are you kidding? This thing was huge. I bet you if I measured it, it's probably over 18. It's probably 20. But my God, why? Why does it need to be that big? I think it's overkill. I think it's stupid. One more thing to bitch about. Thank you. I didn't have enough to fill my show today, but thank you, gas receipt people. You got me there. <laughs> so many. So there's that. And before I go off on my other quick rants, I'll, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. All right, now let's get right back into it. Uh, quick little break there. As you may have noticed, I, I, well, you probably didn't. We'll just leave it. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, I get to work. This is the story I was going to, I almost stepped right into at the very beginning of the show, but I'm going to go now because I told you to wait a few minutes and it's been, you know, probably 15 by now, 16, 17, but damn it. I want to bring up some issues that I had. I told you yesterday, I wear kind of like this net, it's called a neck gaiter, G-A-I-T-E-R. And it's like this sock you pull over your head, you can wear it like, it's a balaclava kind of thing. It's called many different things. 
but basically you pull it up over your face, it covers your nose, your mouth, you're effectively wearing a mask because it's as worthless as a mask, but it covers your face and it keeps you warm in the winter when you're in a deer stand. So, you know, like I said, I was killing two birds with one stone. That's neither here nor there. I came in wearing it today, did the head, you know, temperature. Yep, good, 95, I'm below normals. Yippee, off you go. Get out to the unit, I'm standing there, killing it for a little bit, just chilling, whatnot. And then I get a call from the big wig that says, um, yeah, no, you were out for those seven, so you have to wear a surgical mask. I'm like, what the hell's the difference? There's no difference, they're equally worthless. I said, I can get the shit through my pores. I can spread it through my pores. You're not requiring me to wear gloves all fucking day, yet you're making me wear a mask as if I can breathe it out. It doesn't make sense to me. Whatever. But this person tells me, oh, big difference. Uh, no. No, you're completely misinformed. But it is what it is. You're the boss. I'll fucking wear the stupid thing. So fine, I wore the stupid fucking thing all day, and it's already ripping. One day of use is too fucking much for these things. And I'm supposed to wear it seven fucking days. Yeah, I don't think so. Not gonna happen. I promise you that. Not going to happen. Anyway. But it's bullshit that they're still forcing this shit. They, they're doing this mass thing, and it's way fucking late in the game. You should have been having everybody in the facility wear masks from the minute they locked the place down. Not wait two fucking months into this shit where all other governors around us are starting to open the fucking doors and release everybody. And now you decide to start wearing the shit and giving a fuck. Because you're doubling down because the governor's holding fast to his little bit of power that he still has. It's bullshit on an epic scale. And this is nothing more than politics run amok and it's government overreach and I'm tired of it but here I am being forced to wear it at work because of this bullshit whatever but I will tell you this an inmate thanked me today and all of us that were wearing masks that you know apparently there are some others on different shifts that do not wear them or even though it's policy now and it's, it's bylaws that we have to follow by. Some people are apparently aren't doing it yet. And this guy thanked us for respecting him enough to wear it. And, you know, I we fine. Okay, great. We were fine with him saying that. We didn't try to set him straight and saying, no, the real reason is because if we don't wear it and get caught, we're going to get fired. And God knows there'll probably be charges brought up against us because they're arresting people for the stupidest of shit right now. Because this isn't America anymore. This is freaking communist Russia. That's what we've turned into. But anyway, it was kind of a, it was a nice feeling that an inmate felt like giving us thanks because of that. So, okay, not a total loss. It lightened me up a little bit. Otherwise, I'd have gone off on this for far much too long and more long of a, of a trip down that lane than you would have wanted me to go. Maybe you would have enjoyed it. I don't know, but <laughs> anyway, we're done with that. 
moving the fuck off of that. We were flipping through the news today on a break. One of the guys was pulled up on the computer and he's looking. And there was, I don't know, it's a Saturday. There was UFC fight prelims. And there was some undercard. I don't even know the names. It was some freaking white guy that was dancing. Two white guys fighting. And that happens a lot. I don't care white, black, brown, blue, red, orange. I don't give a shit what your color is. It's fine. I'm just stating it as a fact. It was two, let's say, Caucasian gentlemen. Or, you know what, fuck it. I'm going with color. Let's just say white guys. Looked like two white guys in the ring. And one guy had hit the other guy somewhere maybe with an elbow in the forehead. This guy was bleeding pretty profusely. And he got went sent back to his corner or whatever part of the octagon he went to to get wiped off. And sent back in. And the other guy's fucking punching at him with his left hand, holding his right arm behind his back. I'm like, what the fuck? Come on, you dumbass. I mean, I'm not cool with that on a large scale as it is. You're showboating. Showboating is a bunch of crap. You're acting bigger than the sport, and you're nothing but a nobody. Especially a guy on an undercard. You're trying to taunt another guy and act bigger than you really are. You're nothing but a pile of shit is what I'm going to treat you as such because you're acting like a fucking idiot. That shit pisses me off. Nothing worse than a goddamn showboat. My God, there's some freaking guys. You know, Nate Diaz is another one. And he's he's been at the top, I'll give him that. But he walks around and he's nothing more than a punk. Nothing more than a piece of crap punk that goes out of his way to talk shit and taunt at other guys. And that's his little shtick. He's going to be the bad boy. Little air quotes there for you. And that's what he does. But you know what? Showboats just rub me the wrong fucking way. They chap my ass. They grind my gears. They piss me the fuck off. They're piles of shit. And yes, it's a fighting sport. But you know what? You can still be cordial about it. You go out there, you fight, and you still be respectful of each other. You know, you got another guy that had the balls to get in the ring against you. At least give him that, for God's sake. You know, be gentlemanly about it, or womanly about it. There's plenty of women fighters out there these days. Just, that just turned me off. I, I was, you know, something that pissed me off. Anyway. Um, J.C. Penny, uh, you know, I, I never really shopped there anyway. My mother did way back in the day. But they have uh, announced they're bankrupt and going out of business. They're done. And I will say this. Thank you, Amazon. You know, it's sad to see a lot of places go, mom and pop shops. And it kind of sucks because, you know, they were paying. You had to pay a little bit more, but you knew it was going to mom and pop who lived down the street. It wasn't going to some giant chain. But I will say this. Amazon, you can buy everything you fucking want on Amazon and they'll ship it to you. And if you're a Prime member, you get the shit free and within a day or two. Why the hell would I bother driving, wasting gas, going across town, getting into a department store that may or may not have the shit, dealing with cashiers that suck, dealing with the perfume freaking counter ladies that want to spray the whole area with perfume. Sound that smells like a French whorehouse in there. It really does. No offense to French whorehouses out there. But my God... 
JCPenney sucked. I mean, it, it was supposed to be a department store. And really, all they ever sold was freaking women's outerwear, underwear, and perfume. They didn't have shit for me. Even when they tried to branch out and sell you freaking cookware and stuff like that, and knickknacks around the holidays, sorry, I'm not buying it. I didn't, And a lot of people didn't. There was no reason to go there because Amazon would have the shit to your door tomorrow morning and you don't have to freaking get out of your dead ass. And Amazon treats you right. If you fucking get the wrong thing or it's not what you expected, you send them an email, they you, they take the shit right back and send you the right thing immediately. You get it in a day and there's no extra cost. Where JCPenney, you'd have to go back to the store, deal with another customer service agent. You'd have to deal with all of that bullshit so I'm glad to see JCPenney is gone. There's a lot of them that have fallen by the wayside that are gone now that Amazon has killed. And you know what? Thank God. I'm glad. Mom and pop shops, not so much. I'd like them to still be around, but they're they're gone as in, in, in the large. And they're not around as much anymore because Amazon has squashed them out. So is the Walmarts and the big giant fleet farms and Costco's that are out there you know and that's fine but Amazon has done it right they did everything better than everybody else did and if you didn't want to lose your ass you should have gotten with the program and did all the same shit that Amazon did the Walmart finally came up with some ideas and is doing fairly well because of it but they were late in the game Kmart pretty much fucked there's quite a few of them out there that are that are tits up because of it. But anyway, so yeah, another chain bites the dust. <laughs> you know, I was going to give you another COVID thing, but I'm not going to bother. I mean, I already talked about governors and their overreach and holding on to power and how it's all freaking bullshit anyway. I kind of covered that already, so we'll skip it. Fuck it. I'm going to end on this one note. There's there's a new comet that they just recently discovered this uh, past April, which is just, you know, a handful of days ago. And they're calling calling it SWAN, S W A N. Uh, for I, it's got a name and numbers and, and uh, letters combination, but they decided to nickname it SWAN. Now, apparently if you got clear skies somewhere around the 27th it will be nearest to the sun. You may be able to see it within a day or two of the 27th of May. So that's good to look out for. And this, this is a comet. And the way, the way they discovered this thing is they were looking up in the sky like they always do. And they were looking and looking through all these different, uh, I guess, tests, a telescope that they're using. And... Uh, they discovered this thing because it's it's enormous water vapor trail that it's leaving in its wake. And apparently, it, they estimate it's dropping 1.3 tons of water per second. That's an awful lot of fucking water. 1.3 tons per second. I mean, my toilet flushes like a gallon, but it's per flush, and it takes shit, probably eight seconds to fully flush the toilet maybe less i don't know but imagine 1.3 tons worth 
of toilet flushes per second. Per second. That's just nuts. That's, I mean, we're talking cosmic scale, obviously, because we're talking comets. But anyway, there's some astrological shit for you people out there. A little astronomy to slap on you. There's a comet that you can see very soon. So keep your eyes up and peeled. And apparently you can see it during the day. But it will be nearest to our sun on the 27th. So around that time frame will be when you'll be able to look at it. So, you know, once again, another thing that you can burn your little doldrums or the doldrums away and your fog and your your shitty attitude, burn it away by diving into a little astronomy and think about how little and infinitesimal we all are in the large scoop of things. So there's that. That's the little thought of the day. Anyway, take that, put that in your pipe and smoke on it for a little while. Look towards the sun on the 27th, everybody. But until next time, I'm out, wrapping it up. Have a good night, everybody. Good day, good afternoon, and all that stuff for you. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. All music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.